Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Let's begin now. Let's get after it. The month. <clears throat> Wonderful. Let me redo that. Jeez, we've been talking all morning. I wonder what the hell's going on with me. Uh, good morning. Welcome into the Playhouse. It's Cat and JJ. What's good? How was the weekend? It was great. Did you see Liam's plunge? Uh, no, I honestly was on social media just enough to post and get off. Uh, did he jump with the polar plunge then? Yes. And he, survived? Uh, How come you didn't go? I didn't. <laughs> I just didn't this year. But uh, he and Derek did. But he was like, could not wait. And then he's ready for next year. I'm like, did you really experience it? But he went all the way under, came up, did the breaststroke all the way to the stairs. And this was at uh, this was at Eddie's yep. at Lake Mille Lacs. So they cut a big hole in the ice. They have the, the cop divers and everybody there. Yeah. Make it sure was that you're uh, not going to you know take a deep breath of water and amazing. pass out. We had uh, 150 plungers. Love they, it. Oh, they went over their goal of 4.5 million for the state of Minnesota. They reached 4.6. Great. While we were there, that was pretty incredible. And then we did an overnight at Grand Casino Malax, ate at the uh, 1991 restaurant. Oh, uh, shout out to Debbie. She was amazing. Great food. And then, I mean, the weather was so bad on the way home. I could not believe 169, like the, the shape it was well, in. Well, it's wide open. There's no wind blocks. It was a pure whiteout. And then uh, got home. Liam had basketball and baseball last night. Just did like seven loads of laundry. Finished sex life. It was, it was good. It was a good weekend. Fulfilling. Uh, started on Friday at Powder Ridge, so that was fun. We didn't know if it was like our last day, but then we get this snow. Was it? Uh, w- was it good snow or was it oh, kind of yeah. crusty? No, it was great. Love it. So, mm-hmm. Good times uh, over the weekend. Sad that we lost uh, Harry Peter. <laughs> Don't make a death joke. Who is Harry Peter? Bud Grant. That's Bud. what they called him. Well, Harry no, no, no. His real name is Harry Peter. That's why they called him. That's Bud. not his real Swear name. Swear to God, look it up. Look it up Stop. right now. If you type in Harry Peter Grant, you're going to get the legendary Vikings football coach Bud Grant, oh. who died over the weekend. That was always a. Uh, oh, that's really. Sad. We were talking about it this morning in the break room. We were a couple of us were getting coffee, and one of the guys around here goes, "What was Bud Grant's real name?" I go, "I had no idea." And he just texted me a second ago. He goes, "LOL, Harry Peter." That's why they called him Bud, because his real name was Harry Peter. Yeah, that would do it. I love Jennifer Lawrence. It looks so funny. This is the um, trailer for No Hard Feelings. We've just been so worried about our son. He's going to Princeton in the fall. No, I've heard of it. You know, we tried everything to bring him out of his shell. He doesn't come out of his room. He doesn't talk to girls. He doesn't drink. So when you say date him, do you mean date him or date him? Yes. Date him. Date him hard. <laughs> I'll date his brains out. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so good. You want uh, go online if you need like a little brain break and watch the trailer today. But they are hiring her, inserting themselves into his life. He's like a little McLovinish, you know, from what's that one? Super bad. Super bad. Yeah. Just nerdy. Can't quite get the girl on his own. When did your parents ever insert themselves into your business? Did I was happen? a uh, freshman. In college, uh-huh. and this was so it would have been the spring, and I I went into the the situation with the understanding that there were a ton of Jersey chasers mm-hmm. for a really really mediocre Division three baseball player. Not the case so much. Who told you that? I just thought the that was it. I, th- <laughs> I thought that was it. Um. 
and uh, I was dating a girl. Uh, so I'm playing ball. I'm dating a girl. And my mom and dad had come to one of our games because it was local. And I introduced him to this girl. Yeah. And my parents would sit kind of in the stands, but as close to the dugout as possible because they could always see down the line to where I was sitting in the bullpen yeah. and not playing. <laughs> and uh, and uh, like this was a, a proud moment of my dad's life. But when I introduced him after the game to the girl I was dating, we'd only been dating a couple of weeks. So I thought it was, pr- it was probably the wrong move to introduce a girl that fresh to your parents. But they were there. And I'm like, hey, it's my mom and dad. And as they're kind of leaving, I'm, I'm running behind my mom and dad. They're 200 yards away. And I'm going to catch up with them real quick because I needed money. Yeah. I was going to ask them for money right after this baseball game. Yes, and, and, I can, and I can hear my dad go, that's not the type you want to knock up. Oh, my God. And I was like, whoa, right? So I, I never really kind of said anything to him. Yeah. But I'd said something to my mom later. I go, did dad really think that I was easy? He goes, no, just after first impression, he didn't think that that was the type of girl you wanted to have a family with or move on with your life with. And I'm only a freshman yeah. in college, right? right? But his fear is, oh, God, that's not the type of girl you want to knock up because yeah. she's going to be just babies on hips and, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. Like, that was his impression. Your whole family was born without a filter. I had to, pu- had to pull. I, I never I never said anything to him because I I knew it was going to be like he wouldn't talk to me freely for a long time because yeah. he would overanalyze everything. But kind of had to pull everything back in at that point. My mom got a job for me and just told me one day, you start on Monday, just let you know. And that's how I got my job at her school. She was like, oh, yeah, my daughter can work every single weekend, Friday through Sunday, for sure. (laughs) And she can work um, 12-hour tournaments. Absolutely. She doesn't need to go out on Saturdays. She has a car payment. Alyssa texted, my mom is always in my business. It's actually turned off a few guys. She has gone behind my back, called one of my boyfriends at work to tell him I felt like he needed to make more money. Tyler, you need to call. Amber, you need to call. Lexi. OMG, you need to call because I think once it involves a parent inserting themselves into where you work, then it then it's over the line. Morning, it's Lexi. Hi, Lexi. Hi. We were hoping you would call. We were talking this morning about um, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, and I don't know if you saw the preview to this movie. I want to play this real quick for everybody. We've just been so worried about our son. He's going to Princeton in the fall. No, oh, I've heard of it. You know, we tried everything to bring him out of his shell. He doesn't come out of his room. He doesn't talk to girls. He doesn't drink. So when you say date him, do you mean date him or date him? Yes. Date him. <laughs> date him hard. Okay. I'll date his brains out. (laughs) So we're just talking about parents inserting themselves into situations where they don't need to. And you had texted and I didn't want to read your text hoping you'd call. So when did somebody like your parent insert themselves? So I was 15. I was working my first job waitressing. Um, I had been working there for about a year and we go on a family vacation every year to the Bluegrass Festival. Okay. I had requested time off approximately eight months beforehand saying I needed this many days off. I didn't have my license yet, so I didn't really have a choice. And it came to three weeks before our family vacation, and they told me I couldn't take this time off. And I reiterated that to my mom. I'm like, hey, you know, I can't can't go. You know, I don't have my license. I have no way to get there after work. And she went into this job and told them that I was putting my two weeks in because it was unacceptable that they would give me my time off. Wow. She quit your job for you. Are you happy she stood up for you? Or are you like, oh, I really kind of wanted to. Feels embarrassing. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was a little bit of both. I loved waitressing, especially for a first job. I had a lot of extra money, and all of my customers, it was in my hometown. Oh, okay. So once she quit for me, it was a little embarrassing to tell all my regulars, you know, Mom quit it for me. (laughs) It's crazy that you bring this up because uh, this last weekend we went down to... My, uh, my, where my wife and I grew up, and it was her mom's birthday. And the story came up that my wife, when she was like 15, got a job at Hardee's. I think it was a fast food restaurant. Like there was only one in my little hometown. But my mm-hmm. mother in law made her quit because it was costing more to get, uh, to drive her back and forth because they lived in the country. Yeah. To drive her back and forth and to get daycare for her baby sister. And it was costing too much. So my my mother-in-law made her quit her job because it was costing more than she was making. Wow. To drive back and forth and to get daycare. I was like, wow. And then, but like, to me, I'm like, I'm going to, I know I'm going to make that sacrifice for my kids because I want them to have a job. I want them to learn what it's like to work for somebody, to get a little experience, to get their own money and stuff like that. But she's like, no, no. And they had this old, like. A big old boat car, you know, with a really inefficient motor. Yeah. She's like, it costs more for yeah. me to drive her back and forth into town and then to have to wait there and to get daycare. Well, I guess and she had I her was reasons. Like, yeah, I mean, it made logical sense, but man, I could never imagine my old man walking in and quitting for me somewhere. That would have been weird. Hugh Grant is one rude dude. He was on the Oscars red carpet. Ashley Graham, the model, was... Um, going to ask him some questions just do some banter on the red carpet he wasn't having it um what are you most excited to see tonight to see yeah well i know that you probably watched a few of the movies are you excited to see anybody win do you have your hopes up for anyone um not no 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 one in particular okay well what are you wearing tonight then just my suit. Your suit? Who yeah. made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember. My tailor. That's okay. Yeah. Ta- shout out to the tailor. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, sure. but still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, almost. Oh, okay. my God. All right. This guy is <laughs> such a D-bag. He is so pompous, and it was almost almost like that interview that Jim Carrey did with Kat Sadler on the red carpet. And she was just like, are you excited to go inside? And he just went on this whole rant about how everybody inside is so delusional. And but then don't go. Let me ask you, this. you have to do the red carpet. Can't you go around a side door or something like that? Tom you Cruise don't and talk James to these Cameron didn't go. Yeah. So if those two didn't go. People will not miss you. What Grant. a butthole. Total butthole. All right. So after raking in a reported 240 $40 million in 2021 alone, Black China is stepping away from her OnlyFans. I don't do OnlyFans anymore. At all? I don't do it anymore at all. With all the money you were making? Yes. You just shut it down? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I'm just changing everything about me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's a, it's a dead end. There are that many guys that wanted to see her naked, huh? There was. I think she personalized a lot, which gets you even more money. Um... So I'm just missing out here. I should be doing follow this. Follow me. I'm only $2 <laughs> today. To <follow. laughs> I'm doing foot stuff today. <laughs> Play-
play with spaghetti with my feet. Uh, Grace Van Dien, <laughs> she played a cheerleader named Chrissy Cunningham on the Netflix series Stranger Things. And it's pretty disgusting that uh, even right now in 2023, this girl is dealing with um, the reason why she's stepping away. The fact of the matter is the last few projects I've worked on, I didn't have the best experiences. One of the last movies I did, one of the producers asked me to, like, he hired a girl that was he was sleeping with, and then he had her ask me to have a threesome with them. Hmm. So, like, that's my boss. Yeah, yeah. that would be... Um Really tough to work with and um, really like uh, it, it, she's jaded now, which is really sad. She's a great actress and um, now she's just going to go sit in a room and twitch all day, which is what she wants to do. So I don't do like the, the daily affirmation stuff because I'm smart enough to look past it and realize they're just words. You know, I mean, you got to put it into motion. Well, I don't t- think calling people dumb because they looked at affirmations. Yes, you said did. I, you said I'm smart enough. I, I said I'm smart. I didn't mean you're dumb. Maybe you're smart. I don't look do at affirmations. Uh, but I did wake up this morning with a sense of, I'm excited for this week. Now I know I looked outside, it was 14 degrees, 19 feet of snow everywhere. And it's Monday. I slept three hours last night because my wife, uh, she decided to switch between coughing and snoring. She caught a little bit of a cold over the weekend. Couldn't decide. That's so, you. uh, I had to at midnight. So I laid there and listened to her do that till midnight. And then I went into my daughter's room. She went back to college yesterday and slept in there for about 40 minutes before the cat decided it was fun playtime. And wow. so once I actually, then I had to chase the cat under the bed, pull the cat out, threw the cat outside the room, <laughs> shut the door, locked the door. And then I slept for two hours. So I was like, could have started this week on a bad, bad note. But here's what's coming up. We're going to give a chance to win 1000 bucks. Hoops, there it is. Yes. We're going to give First Steps Baby Expo, entrance, onesies, stuff like that. Uh, it is the start of your birthday week. Correct. Very, very excited wow, about that. Wow, you remembered. I'm very, very excited about doing a pub crawl this weekend yes. uh, in St. Joe. But today starts high school baseball. Now, you, got, you got practice today? Yeah, well, uh, practice tonight. So everybody, obviously, in the gym, unless you're blessed enough to know of a place where you can get a dome or a, a field house and stuff like that. But our first high school game is supposed to be April 3rd. No way. I mean, it's just obviously not going to happen. But just excited that – and here's the weird part. The Minnesota State High School League has it so that we can we can't hit this week. We can only throw, so they call it arm care week. Uh-huh. So everybody gets in the gym, you throw the ball around, you make sure that uh, everybody's healthy, and you just kind of start getting the players to know each other and stuff like that. But I get so bummed out thinking that we're going to be stuck in gyms mm-hmm. practicing for at least another month. I mean, I, I don't can't... know if you can say that because I just got a, a memory time hop on my Snapchat, and it was two years ago that it was 60 degrees outside, not a snow pile in sight. And you looked at the extended forecast? No. Not a 60 degree in sight. I don't do that to myself. Yeah, uh, This week, for sure, we're not going to get very, little to no melting. There might even be more snow on Friday. Yeah. Wow. So I'm not trying to be the pessimist. I'm just saying I'm really, really happy. Baseball is kind of like here. High school baseball starts. What could you imagine? You are a big dollar player, and you sign with the Minnesota Twins. You are so excited. They're going to be competitive this year. They've added some big names to the roster. You go to spring training. You're getting along with the guys. Everything seems great. You're ready to, and then you come back home to play a home game in Minnesota at 38 degrees yeah. in April. I wonder why Minnesota had 
the idea of an outdoor field. Because it's amazing in June it and July. It is amazing, but it's like, don't they want to not be canceled well, they and try just play and, a whole season? They try and schedule a lot of their away games at the beginning of the season. They yeah. want to play in Tampa or in L.A. or something like that, you know, in April. But <sighs> I looked outside, and then I was walking in on that crunchy snow, and I yeah. was like, man, what do you— I have been burning mattresses and using aerosol products in a way not meant for mm-hmm. so long trying to get things to warm up around here. Thanks for waiting for me, by the way, walking in. I know you saw me park. Oh, I didn't. I was walking in with Matt. There were three people sitting on the courthouse steps. It's too cold for that stuff. But Did you buy drugs? I, I think you saw me. I, I swear to God, I didn't see you roll in. Otherwise, I would have waited. I don't want to see you get accosted <laughs> or buy drugs by yourself. You see that bundle of joy. You bring him or her home from the hospital and everything is magical. But somewhere along the line, you find yourself asking questions you never thought you would ask. Why does being a parent mean you have to say sentences you should never have to say, ever? I was getting ready and I was like, why is there a chunk missing out of my deodorant? Why? Why would that be a thing? So I tell Rockwell, the five-year-old, hey, don't take bites out of my deodorant. (laughs) So... Along the line, you've looked at sweet little Liam and his almost 11 years on this planet and uttered the words unimaginably to an 18-year-old cat. Yeah, I would say put it away. All, like, <laughs> we're a naked family, so it's not so much that, but it was like he would put, well, okay, here's another one. Get your butt crack off my pillow. So Derek is beyond like obsessed with his pillow, his pillowcases. If anybody puts their head on it, he gets creeped out and he has to go wash it. It's like an obsessive compulsive thing. And Liam, when he was little, he would say, take a picture, take a picture. And he would run and sit his butt crack just right on Derek's Knowing that it was going to set him off. Yeah, take a picture and then send it. He wanted me to send it. So he knew what he was doing to his dad, just killing him. Just I was taking hours off his life. Dagger to the heart. Like... And uh, probably the last one was like that foreskin thing at Target when he just kept yelling foreskins, foreskins. But he was talking about Fortnite skins. And I'm like, I'm not. Stop yelling that. Stop yelling it. What have you had to say to your child that you never thought you would utter those words? Avery already. Who sharded? Oh, man. Uh, Jennifer, you have to be 100 pounds overweight. Like, I wonder, is that, uh, explain that a little bit more, Jen. You should call us. Sarah's texted, uh, yes, those are mama's nipples. <laughs> that's that's what happens when you breastfeed. It's like your body is not yours. They claim your nipples as theirs because that's their food source. So it makes sense. Josh, how you feeling, man? I'm good. How are you guys? Great. Thanks for calling the show. What's one thing as a parent that you really never thought you would say and now you find yourself, you've said it and you're just like, I can't believe I had to say that to my kid. So my daughter's two and a half and from the time she's been like one and a half years old, she's hated flags like American flags, uh, Palomino flags. like Anything that waves in the wind or what? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, doesn't matter if it's a banner or a flag or a streamer. Yeah. But the problem with that is that she cannot pronounce her L's. Oh, oh no. Okay, well, we get what you're d- saying. Don't say it here, but in what situation oh, did this pop up? Yeah, so 
it's actually in Target around 4th of July. Yeah. And she kept saying, I know like flags. Yeah. But without the L. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And then you get that hot feeling, right? You look around, you're like, oh, yes. my God, I didn't. We don't talk like this. Like, kid, I love you, but you got to quit that. You, you got to stop saying that. I bet you throw her to the wolves. You're like, listen, I don't know where she gets this. This is yeah, not. Uh, you this blame not that on mom, she, right? She just climbed in my cart. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, that was exactly what we were looking for. Thanks, Josh. Have a great day today, man. Yeah, you as well. Uh, Christy says, stop eating the cat food. Shauna, you, uh, you love your child. But at one point in their life, you had to utter the words no parent should ever have to utter. They were? Why did you stick your finger up the dog's butt? (laughs) Oh, my God. Have you seen that prank that they do with kids where you have the dog, but you blindfold the kid, and then you put, like, an orange? You know how if you have a cutie, and then you put your finger in the middle of the orange or whatever? They have, like, Nutella all around it. And so you blindfold the kid. The kid puts their finger in there, and then you quick replace what's in front of them with the dog. (laughs) So I'm like, what made you decide to stick your finger in the dog's butt? Well, their dog's butt was in my face. I had to get her the dog away from me. <laughs> that is a quick way. All right. Well, there's a lot of people like, that, that are kind of into that. I've heard cat talk stories. So yeah, right. uh, <laughs> you never know what that's going to lead to. Thanks, Shauna. So I had ordered Liam some orange snow pants for skiing yeah. mid-season. And we saw that they were delivered. I look at the tracking from Amazon. They're delivered. So I'm like, no, they weren't. We checked the mailbox. No, nothing on the front step. So I posted on our community Facebook. Hear that girl. Our development Facebook. What do you mean I'm that girl? I just said, hey, anybody get these by accident, drop them off at this house number. And two days later, they bring these pants, put them on our big barrel out front on the front step. I'm like, you've had these in your house for that long? Then it was inconvenient for them to bring your stuff. A block. Nobody is more than a block away from where I live. So I'm not understanding where the disconnect is because now I'm waiting for my turn me royal picture. If you didn't see what it looked like, it is phenomenal. I'm very excited. Oh, the one where, yeah. And you guys got a canvas. Yeah. You got a dog. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm waiting for it. And it says it was delivered. I look on the tracking and said it was delivered three don't they days take a ago. Picture of it when it gets delivered on your doorstep. I don't know who delivered it. UPS, uh, FedEx. I don't know who this company went through to get it to me. But now I got to deal with. I hate dealing with customer support. It is just the worst. You know what I love the most out of this entire story? What is that? Somebody else could have a portrait of your family hanging in their home right but now. That's what I put on the Facebook. I said, "Listen, <laughs> I'm missing another package, and this one's going to look odd in your house because it's my family." <laughs> and people were like, "Oh, hope you find it. Hope you recover it." And then they're like, "Oh, the city right next to us is having issues with their delivery too." So I'm trying to factor in the weather because the weather's been funky. So I'm trying to just keep it cool, but I want it. It's simply. The worst. What was Trisha's main pick a child? What was her main? The last one was the Nutella. Okay. And um, did you know that it comes in like four different varieties of sizes of jars? I did not. I thought it was just the modest. You got the the little one. You got the little guy, the snack size one that uh, is basically like the size of like 
hand sanitizer. Okay. That one I think she would just keep in the pocket. Okay. And then we had <laughs> we had the jacket pocket size, yep. which was more of like a uh, like a small tube of paint. Okay. And then you got the regular size, which I think most people do. And then you got uh, I think it's a half gallon. Uh, we, you, you, the, the lid opening is a, almost the size of a five gallon pail uh-huh. and you have to use like a spreader. You can't yeah. just use a knife cause it was, it's inactive. Like when you do like, like spackle something. Yes. Okay. yes like a, a putty knife. Was you, she single handedly responsible for the shortage? When, yeah. Yes. People were really worried. <laughs> she would put it, I'd find her putting it on pretzels. Yeah. Apples. She would dip into it. It, it all sounds delightful. Nutella is one of God's greatest gifts to us. Yeah. Uh, there's. Have you been to the store, the the eatery in Chicago? No. Every time we go, there's a line out the door, and I don't know if they just have crepes or what. What's all in there? But it's a Nutella store, mm-hmm. and I've always wanted to go in there. But I'm like, I don't need those calories today. I'm gonna drink of mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm rationally right amazing off. Amazing. Yeah. On a crepe. So it was. Uh, that was it. It was the Nutella. So I would say I really bummed Derek out for the first like four weeks. I was we would we ate. Remember Ciotti's? Yeah, yeah. We ate there every day, like we had, um, like no expenditure issues. Like I was like, we're spending money, and this is what we're spending money on. Well, if, you can't argue with a pregnant lady. If I had kept on that route, I would have gained four hundred pounds, no doubt. I would get my. No, my angel haired pasta it was like a capellini al fresco with chicken. It was incredible. But then the passion I, in your voice right now is I'm, unprecedented. I'm like, so you're sad that restaurant isn't so around happy anymore. right now. It was the best dish out there. But then I started getting sick and my pregnancy sickness lasted for five months. And so all I ate was ca- cauliflower, saved mangoes. $7,000 is what it saved you. Yes. And I actually lost pounds during my Pregnancy, I lost 20 pounds during that. I, I was can't keep anything down. Throwing up all the time. It was it was a blessing in disguise. Razzies are more exciting because you can sit there and dump on a movie for um, several reasons. Horrible acting. But I want to know what is the worst movie in your mind? Remember when Mel Gibson did the What Women Want movie? I love that no, movie. No, 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 no. Oh. Then there was the follow-up to What Men Want. They okay. tried to do the same thing. Was that with Taraji P. Henson? It was horrible. Yeah. So there's a movie, and Derek and I started watching it, and we started, you know that feeling where you know maybe you're doing something wrong, and you're feeling really uncomfortable in your gut area? <laughs> like, you tell your kids, like, trust your gut if you're feeling like someone is making you feel you uncomfortable. both felt this way at the beginning of a movie? So we started watching it, and it's called Skins. And in no way am I encouraging you to watch it. Do not watch it. What, it's on what Netflix. Format? Okay. Don't watch it. It's so well, now gross. You, and now weird. I want to watch it. This girl's face is a butthole, and that's how she eats. Everything has she was to be born like that. Blended together, so like her only food she can eat, and she has like this funnel and a tube, and so she feeds the soup down into her butthole mouth. Look at this picture. This is what she looks like. And they've made masks for the pandemic for it, but it doesn't just stop what there. The it's hell? like, yeah, it's it's a series of characters and what they go through. And then there there was like a little so girl. So is it about her life person. of living with a butthole mouth? And you watched, the, you I could tell that you watched a lot of this. Didn't we you? watched too much, and then it got to like a part where this young girl was going into a room with a guy, and Derek's like, "We got to shut this off. Oh, this is I, disgusting." I would watch that for sure. A pedophile. 
No, no, no. Uh, how, oh, she, on uh, what age? Very young. Oh, I thought you meant this is like a woman. No, now. this oh, was well, an no, independent no, no. type of Don't film. Dial me in there, boy. Well, you seemed very excited. I was wondering, <laughs> I, to me, listen, if there's a lady walking around with a butthole for a mouth, and you go, the next thing you know, she goes into a room with a guy. I have so many questions. No, there are different characters that they, this butthole they mouth girl butthole mouth? was different. No, oh. this girl was uh, just a normal little girl. And Derek's like, I do not feel good about watching this. We should not watch this. This is disgusting. So we shut it off right there. That's why I'm saying don't watch it. Because if somebody walks in on you watching that part, doesn't look good. It's like you watching porn at the gym. Um, It was the Pam Anderson story on Netflix. It was Still, not it was there's not more porn. than one breast out. Uh, question, did she have a mouth for a butthole then? Yeah, I just showed you. No. Oh, you said her she has mouth. a butthole for a mouth. Did oh, she have? Did she, I didn't see that did part. She like, could she like bend over and be like, hello, what's going on? <laughs> May I ask you a few questions? <laughs> I am done with hoops now. He is done for the season, okay. but then he has 3v3 starting up at the end of April. Like this is his. Your little downtime here? Jam. Yeah, this is his main sport. And then uh, it lines up and then football at number two, and then baseball at number three. But he was going through my old uh, pictures back in the day, and he's like, you lived at an orphanage? I said, yeah, I did, Um, briefly, until I was adopted, which a lot of people don't know that that's my backstory. But I was rooming with this kid that we would get bags of, um, like, donated items, you know, like shirts and shoes and pants and stuff like that. And he found this pair of tennis shoes and he really liked basketball, but it was like, he wasn't the best. And then he would put on these shoes and I swear to God, he turned into Michael Jordan. Like it was just Uh, over exaggerating. I, I wish I were. It was like, he was so good that somebody noticed and he was actually brought on to play a, as a professional on a, a, an NBA team. It was crazy. And what was so, his name? Uh, well, he was like Mike, but oh. he wasn't. So he was a Lil back in the day. Oh, gotcha. And so anyway, we would oh, go watch oh, him. Hold on, and hold just on one like, second. Hey, good oh. morning. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Good. What can we do for you? Uh, is it like Mike that you're talking about? Yes, it is. How'd you ever know? She never said the words like Mike or anything Very like that. Very rarely do I include the title in my lie. Our Monday top five, I decided, hey, I'm going to be a nice guy. I'm going to let Kat flash back to her glory days. The year she graduated high school. Yeah. 2003. I'm going to take you back. Okay. This was the year, Kat, that we invaded Iraq. March 19th, 2003. Also, the year you graduated high school, it was so sad. Do you remember the space shuttle Columbia disintegrating upon reentry, killing all seven members? No. You don't remember that? No, I don't. Everybody remembers the explosion with Sa- uh, Sally Ride. Yes, that was 1985. Right. In 2003, remember, they were reentering our atmosphere. And something terrible went wrong with the space shuttle. It disintegrated upon reentry, killed all seven members. Well, that's quite. You don't tragic. remember that? This was the year you graduated high school. Well, I'm sorry, I was smoking somewhere. <laughs> also, according to the World Health Organization, we eradicated smallpox the Good. year you graduated high school. But I'd like to spend a little time highlighting and testing your knowledge on the music 
from the year 2003. Okay. Now, this is the reason I really bring this up is almost every time we play No Time to Google, when we ask someone for a year for their lifeline, they hit us with the year they graduated high school because they feel like they've spent the most time listening to the radio that year. So, I'm going to give you the five biggest songs of the year you graduated. Hit me. You get five seconds to identify each. This was number five for the year you graduated high school. Matchbox 20? Name it, though. Is it Matchbox 20, though? Name the song. It is Matchbox 20. Long days staring at the ceiling making... Unwell. Unwell. All right. The number four biggest year failing horribly. Can I get a so point far. five for that? Because no, I knew I'm all the words. The, just the title is on. That's all you have to give me. This is number four for the year you graduated. This is Creed. Nope. No. Hold up. Three doors down three doors when I'm down. gone. When I'm gone. This one you'll get for sure. This was number right. three the year you graduated. Beyonce and Jay-Z, Crazy in Love. Yeah, well done, well done. All right, number two, that you'll get this one, too. Shake that thing, miss. Can I, can I shake that thing, miss? Can I, can I shake that thing? Yeah, da 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 You don't know oh this? Oh, my God. We've it had was this, on my playlist. We've had this man on the show talking about how much he loves us. Was it Shaggy? Hey, yo, this is Sean Paul. Oh, Sean. All right, now I'll be up in the playhouse right here with Kat and JJ. Right on the 1047 KCLD. He went out of his way to record after he was on with us how much he loved being on with us. Sean, I'm so sorry. And you can't remember Sean Paul. Maybe you'll remember the biggest hit of the year. If you had to guess, go back to high school, your memory. What was the biggest song that year? The chicks were massive when I was Uh, a senior. Is it a guy? Guy. Is it Enrique? Go, go. Go, All right, go, some fitting. Go, 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 it's your the year you graduated, this is the number one song on the planet. All right. I am sad and disturbed. But that's the thing. How poorly you did today with this game. It's always, I get caught up with names. But if I were on the show, Stingy B, which is no longer around, like Derek is always like his jaw on the ground because I can remember every lyric to every song. So this well, doesn't say anything about always, me. You disappoint. The KCLD Playhouse is powered up by Bradshaw and Bryant Law Offices. Seeking justice for you. No, know, I wouldn't have dated you in high school. I wouldn't have dated you either. You would have been in East Commons. <laughs> with all the uh, Don't posers. date smokers. I hit when did you well. start smoking? Like the backside of 11th grade. Jesus. I started running with a girl named Carly. We'll and uh, she was a year older than me. And she was always like, let's skip photography. Let's go out to my red blazer and have some Turkish gold. No, uh, I was like, no okay. Teachers <laughs> or your parents never said they could smell that crap no, on you? No, isn't that weird? I'm sure they could smell it on me, which was really weird. But nobody ever said a thing. Ever. Neither of your parents ever said, hey, you smell like cigarettes. No, I do remember my cross-country coach. She caught me one time. She drove past us, and I quick had to put the cigarette down. If I could take back anything, it would be picking up smoking. I smoked for like five years, and it was like, why? Why? Especially as an athlete. Think how good you would have been. I know. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.